You are listening to the Reality Steve podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind the scenes juice on Katie's upcoming season of The Bachelorette and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve. What's up, everybody? Welcome to podcast number 236. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. We're going to hear from you guys today, both on audio and on some of your reader emails. And we got some good ones this week, some things I know you guys are curious about, and uh, I answer those coming up momentarily. Katie's season is now a little over two weeks away from premiering. And we've gotten a couple new promos, some 30-second clips. Uh, The one that was released yesterday is the first time that they've openly shown that Blake Moynes is on her season. That's not a surprise to anybody that's been following along. And um, as you know, as I reported, Blake is in the Final Four. Um, I still don't know who Katie uh, is engaged to. All I know is that she is engaged. Um, I have heard a couple more things. I'm trying to get it doubly confirmed, um, but I can tell you that one of the things that I heard you're not going to be happy with, or there's a there's a there's a faction of people I'm sure that are not going to be too thrilled. Um, but it is what it is. I'm just reporting the facts of what you're going to see on the show. This isn't an opinion thing. This isn't something behind the scenes. Um, but uh, yeah. There's, uh, I, I just need to get it. I want to make sure it, it's correct because, I, and and I need a little more uh, to go along with it. But anyway, um, there there are a couple more things, uh, and I'm and I'm going to report uh, coming up probably in the week or so. Um, but I, I definitely wanted to, you know, in the off season it's tough because I've done these reader emails and the audio where you use Yappa on my website. You know, it's in the comments section. It's below the comments section on my website where you can leave an audio recording so I don't have to read emails over the air and you can actually ask your question up to 45 seconds. However, it is the off season. I put it out there on Twitter and Instagram story. And we got enough today. We got enough to fill, not as much as we usually get in the past. And that's, I I didn't think about it in terms of the off season, but I already know. And I've told you for years, the traffic to my website in the off season just is probably a tenth of what it is when the show is actually on the air. So um, it just I wish we had more questions. Uh, We got five audio questions and then I think seven or eight emails. But in the emails, a couple of them have more than one question in them. So we got plenty to to get you through a podcast and not going to be too long, but I am going to talk about some things that uh, you guys ask and I'm going to not dodge any questions. So um, let's um, I just want to immediately just kind of get started. Uh, We'll just jump right into things. Uh, The first two will be um, reader emails that I've gotten. Steve, here are my questions for your podcast. Question number one, who would you want to see on Bachelor in Paradise this season personally? You know, there's there's no one that I'm looking out for and I'm like, wow, can't wait to see them again. Like, you know how I feel about the contestants when it comes to this show. It's just like, give me a show. I don't care who's on it. Um, there's nobody that I desperately want to see on the show, guy or girl. We pretty much know what this show is about and what's going to happen. We already know how many of these people are talking and or meeting up pre-show You've got the Nashville crew, you got the New York crew, you got the San Diego crew. Like these people all hang out and talk and we're just going to basically see it play out on Paradise. But in terms of who do I individually like got to have on that show? I, nobody. There really is nobody. If you're gun to my head and you're telling me is there one person that you really want to or would be interested in seeing down there? If you're forcing me to give you one name, I would probably say I, I would probably say Hannah Ann just because I want to see the guys literally stumble over themselves for her because I know it would happen. 
But I don't know. I don't know if Hannah Ann's going to do it. There's something telling me that she is above this franchise now. Just by the way she handles herself on social media and seems to be going the cooking route. And I don't think she needs this franchise anymore. She's built up quite a following. I'd be, I guess I'd be surprised if I saw Hannah Ann now in Paradise. Last year, if there was no COVID, absolutely she would have been down there, I think. But she's had a year and a half to build her brand. And I just don't think she needs to go. And I'd be surprised if she did go. But I don't, I, that's nothing that I've heard. So I'm just giving my opinion. The second part of this question was, who would you like to see as Bachelorette if you could pick from the recent group of girls? Matt, Peter, Colton season. Doesn't have to be any of the people who placed top six. I mean, I would literally have to think in my head the cast members of that season. I know a lot of women on um, on Peter's season are in relationships, so I don't think there's many uh, from there we can even choose from. In terms of Matt and Colton season, I mean, I'd have to look at the names because when you have so many women from those seasons, you're looking at 75 women between those three seasons. If I don't have the names in front of me, it's just like, okay, uh, you know. But one name that jumps out to me would have been Bree. I I think I definitely could see Bree as a bachelorette. I could have seen Bree as a bachelorette. I don't think she's going to be the bachelorette next year just because we'll be a year removed from her season and they usually go with someone off the you know most recent season. I mean, hell, they, they picked the 11th place girl from Peter's season to be the bachelorette. I mean, Matt's season to be the bachelorette. So go figure. I and they gave us two bachelorettes from Matt's season with Michelle's coming up filming this summer. So it's it's really tough to say. I, I but I would be surprised if Bree was ever the bachelorette. But if you're asking me, who would I have liked to have seen? I could definitely uh watch a season of Bree. I think she's got a good story. I think she was very likable on, on Matt's season and I, I definitely would have uh been interested in that season. I mean I'm gonna cover the show and watch it anyway, no matter who is the lead. But Bree would be my answer. Do I have any updates on the Rachel and Matt situation? Possibly them moving in together. Uh, Nothing other than what you guys are reading and hearing Matt saying in the interviews that he's doing. I haven't heard anything else other than that. Next email. What is the Bachelor Accountability Instagram account? I'm so confused by their Instagram. Do they hate or love the franchise? They are very pro Chris Harrison, but other than that, I'm confused. Thanks. Also, so happy you will be going back to just basic spoilers and not damaging stuff about people such as exes, etc. Your your guess is as good as mine on Bachelor accountability. I think they're a very toxic site. I think I called them Satan's balls on uh, one of my Instagram lives with Ashley. I just think they're they have way too much time on their hands, and all they want to do is tear down anybody who has said one thing negative about Chris Harrison. It's it's all right there on their site. They hate Rachel Lindsay. They everything that everything that Rachel Lindsay says in a podcast, on extra, in an interview, they literally just spend all day finding any single quote that she says so they can tear her down and call her out for. It. It's just like I, I they they have an agenda and their agenda is way way far reaching and it just they are what they are. I mean, you know what you're getting when you when you have them, but um, they're not making a dent in anything, so just let them do what they do. All right, let's get to our first uh, audio question of the podcast. Hey, Steve, this is Kim. Um, thanks for everything you do and for taking some questions this week. Um, I was just wanting to reach out to see if you had heard anything um, new or different from a production standpoint for Katie's season. I noticed that Julie LaPlaca specifically definitely was not filming and knowing that she is the producer who's usually tied to the lead. I thought that was um, interesting. So I wasn't sure if you had heard anything um, or if there are any other, you know, behind the scenes production type updates that you have any insight on. Appreciate anything you can share. Thanks. Well, the one thing that we have heard from this season that was written in one of the tabloids was that Katie ended her season early. I don't really know the reasoning for that, but in terms of what you brought up, that uh, Julie LaPlaca 
was not filming. Um, she's usually a producer that's tied to the lead. Um, I can tell you that Julie quit. She quit during Matt's season. She didn't work for the show anymore. So you got that. Next one is a reader email. Have you heard anything about when Bachelor in Paradise starts filming and who is going to host it? Filming starts, I'm guessing they're keeping the same format, time frame, which is usually starts filming the first week of June. And because they have to quarantine for five to seven days, you should see people start flying out there this weekend. I believe I saw there was, who did I follow on from Matt's scene? Piper was on a plane, posted a video from a plane. The timing is very, very convenient. And Piper is somebody that I think a lot of people uh, want to see on Paradise. So I would not be the least bit surprised if Piper Instagram story of her on a plane the other day uh, is her flying to Mexico to get ready to quarantine. But I would expect people to start flying out this weekend, at least initial cast members, OG cast members. And obviously we know people fly out at, at different times and whatnot. But I would anybody who's posting a flight is probably going to Vegas. They're, I'm Vegas. <laughs> uh, I'm saying that because um, I'm leaving for Vegas this morning. So that's uh, why I said that. Um, most contestants that you think are going to be on the show, if they post something from a plane or an airport this weekend, they're basically telling you, hey, I'm going down to Mexico. There might be some that want to be down in Mexico and didn't get invited and are still going to post something to make people think just to keep their name out there. But just keep in mind that um, people are leaving soon because filming usually starts around the end of the first week of June. So 5th, 6th, 7th. It's where it's been for the first six seasons of that franchise. So I'm expecting they're keeping the same. Next reader email is... Um, I'm glad you're back to read your emails. I missed you and I had so many questions, but unfortunately I've forgotten many. Just a couple thoughts. As for all the drama with you and Bachelor Nation, I was just thinking about it, about it and all of the people who come on your podcast, and I really feel like some of them are using you to get more followers, i.e. Becca, Jacqueline. Honestly, if they thought you were this big bad guy and they came on for the platform, then, are, then they are just as bad or worse. It just annoys me. I'll never forget Becca on your podcast eating the whole time. It was so gross. Can't believe. And she has such a big platform now. I'm watching Desiree season for the first time. I have so many thoughts. I think she got some of the best dates I've ever seen. So many adventure packed dates for sure. She was so wholesome and normal. It's just such a different world now. I am just baffled as to how watching all these guys, they chose Juan Pablo for Bachelor. He hardly had any airtime. They had zero chemistry. And there were definitely better options. Now I need to go re-listen to your pods with Desiree and her guys. Definitely fun podcasts with Desiree. I remember that from three years ago, I think. I can't remember which guys from her season I've had on other than I know Michael off, off the top of my head, Michael Garofola for sure. And he's been on a couple times. And then I'm just blanking on uh, what other guys from Desiree season I've had on. I know I've I know I've know had others on. I just can't remember. I'm, we're in podcasts, what, 230? 236, it's tough to remember sometimes who I've interviewed. Uh, but getting back to your first point, I, I want to make one thing perfectly clear. You brought up two examples, Becca and Jacqueline, you know, feeling that they're coming on and using me for followers. Let me tell you something right now. Jacqueline is a friend. And Jacqueline is someone I have spoken to since everything has gone down on numerous occasions. She is someone that I reached out to me. I've reached out to her a couple times. I have absolutely no problem with Jacqueline. So I'll just leave it at that. I wouldn't include that in the, in your, you know, using me to get more followers. I don't think so at all. I've had Jacqueline on the podcast two or three times. We talk about her podcast. I've promoted her podcast on this podcast. Um, and I've spoken to her since everything has gone down and, um, She's been uh, she's been a big help, a big help. And I think because Jacqueline and I have have had more deeper conversations about things um, than the other example that you gave, who has never spoken to me outside of the podcast that we've done together. So, um, you know, I, I mean, look, 
I see what you're saying. I, I, I get what you're saying in your in your point. Like, if they thought I was this big bad guy, why'd they come on in the first place? Well, you got to understand, you know, Becca did come on before she knew about any of this stuff. So I, I'm not going to hold her against that. She probably never will come on again because she thinks I'm a monster. Fine. You know, whatever. I don't agree, but that's what she thinks of me. So she's never going to come on again. Um, But when she did come on, even though what I had written had had been on my site for years and I had addressed it and talked about it and said I never, I, I, I wrote horribly back in the day and I'm embarrassed I did, uh, I still should have deleted it earlier. But Becca doesn't read my site. Becca doesn't listen to my podcast. So she wouldn't have known any of those things. So, so yeah. Um, let's get to uh, question number two. Hi, Steve. This is Haley. I apologize if you've already been asked this before. But if you had your choice at being the host of any TV, radio show, what would it be and why? Hmm. Well, does this podcast count? Because I'm technically the host of this podcast. And uh, this is a... But you're talking... Okay, TV and radio show. And or radio show. I've never had any interest in being on TV. I didn't go to school for it. I've never been on TV outside of being interviewed. I've never wanted to be on the hosting side of television. Not for me. Radio has always intrigued me. It was what I went to college for. It is what I got into right out of college. I've always wanted to be in radio. I've always liked the anonymity of a voice behind a microphone, even though nowadays with so much video out there and camera phones and all that, I mean, it's everyone... I think has, you know, seen me at some point, but I've never had any interest in TV hosting radio show. That's what I wanted to do in the sports world and then got out of it and didn't really have any interest in going back to the sports side of things. So the podcast world has always obviously been a thing that I'm, you know, I want to continue and this is what I want to do. Okay. This question has a lot of things in it, so I will address each one. And uh, it, there's there's some good things in here, so I just wanted to go over. Um, it says, Steve, I know you've been fairly quiet on the latest happenings in Bachelor Nation. I'm guessing it is because you've been criticized widely for affecting people's lives in a negative way. But I think despite all the criticism, you have had some good insights, and I'm curious your thoughts if you feel comfortable sharing them. And then they list um, a few couples and a few things in Bachelor Nation that they want my opinions on, so I'll give them. First thing they say is Peter and Kelly. This really blew up in the last week because Kelly went on Chicks in the Office podcast and gave her thoughts on their relationship. And they broke up, you know, December-ish. They announced it New Year's Eve. Well, Peter did. And Kelly was like, we found out from Kelly in this recent podcast that she did that she didn't want Peter to release it on New Year's Eve because she hadn't processed it yet. But he went and did. Here, here's what I found interesting about what Peter said on his podcast, because I did listen to it, because I want to actually listen to the things that people say and comment on what they say versus, oh, you know, people who take stuff that's sent to them and then comment on that, because things get lost in translation that way. So, Peter called Kelly calculated. He called her disingenuous. And he basically said that she was pushing for a headline. Okay. <laughs> but on Tuesday, Peter's podcast with Dustin, Bachelors in the City, on his Instagram story, on the Bachelors in the City Instagram story on Tuesday, he had an audio clip from his podcast that was coming out the next day of him saying specifically, I'm going to vent right now. And then left people hanging, basically, so they could tune in the next day. I, I, I mean, that's that's going after a headline, knowing people are going to tune in. Like, you can't accuse Kelly of something that you just did yourself. I mean, you can. It just looks very hypocritical. And I can I can see what he did on his podcast yesterday. I listened to it. I could see exactly what he's doing. I hope you all can, too. Matt and Rachel was the next thing they asked about. Look, 
I think one of the big things about the Matt and Rachel thing, and, and this is and it's the first time I heard about it was this week when Matt did another interview. He did some podcast. I don't know the name of it, but I read it. I read the, the recap on, on people.com for this specific thing, and they took direct quotes. So that's what I want to hear, direct quotes. I don't want to hear condensed quotes or paraphrasing. Matt said that basically Rachel gave him an ultimatum of like, hey, if we're going to make this work, I need to know you're all in. And that's, I was, I was actually glad to hear that because, you know, for as many of people as thought that the, that the grace thing wasn't a big deal. I mean, grace came to me and said, look, this is what he did. Like, you can't dismiss the fact that Matt tried to get with grace two days before he knew he was flying Rachel into town, which he had every right to do because he's a single man. But it clearly showed that he wasn't maybe taking the Rachel relationship seriously. He wanted to keep playing the field. And Rachel was one of those girls in his field. I'm glad to hear now that Rachel basically went to him and gave him a look. If you want to be single and do your thing, that's fine. I just don't want to be a part of it. But if you want to work on us, you need to make this more about us. And that's what I took from Matt's podcast that he did. And good for her. And it looks like things are are going well between them because Matt specifically said, I needed to hear that. I needed basically a kick in the ass uh, to realize, no, I don't just want to I guess, play the field like this is I'm, I'm glad she did that. So that was the one thing I took from his interview this week was that I didn't know that it, it and it seemed like weeks ago. Matt was just like, OK, I'm single. I really want to see if things can work with Rachel, but like maybe wasn't putting all of his effort into it. And it seems like that was the case because Rachel called him out on it. And Rachel said, hey, if we're going to do this, I, this needs to be done right. And um, Matt said that's what he needed to hear. So good for them. That's my opinion. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I heard that come out of his mouth that Rachel held him accountable for his behavior. And I'm guessing purely speculation here, but Rachel said that to him because of she knew about the Grace story and, you know, in contact with Grace, spoke with Grace after everything went down on my Instagram live and whatever. It's like, okay, like, dude, you can, you can be single and you can lead the single life and date around and whatever. But if you want to be with me, you kind of need to focus your attention on me. So, uh, good to hear. The next thing they asked about was Becca and Blake. I don't know anything about Becca and Blake. All I heard was, uh, what I read was that I guess they're friends, right? There's not anything going on there. Is there? I hadn't heard that. Uh, next thing this email asks, Jason Tardick's new podcast and how Jason and, and Caitlin's engagement went down. I'll be honest. I, I, I haven't really followed it too thoroughly. Uh, number one, I didn't know Jason had a new podcast. And as for the engagement, it was just, I, it was what I read. I didn't watch any of the video. I just read that what it was, it happened on her podcast or something. And I mean, we all knew it was coming we all knew that they were getting engaged in the first half of 2021. I mean, it was just the writing was on the wall after dance with the stars, the interviews they've done, the things she has said, the things he has said, like we knew it was coming, but congratulations to them. Um, but in terms of following it and how it went down and all that, I didn't really pay much attention. Uh, next thing they asked about was Tasha's cosmopolitan shoot and outfits. Again, something that I haven't, I, I saw it in passing. I think I saw it on, uh, on Tasha's Instagram story that she is a, a, a model for, for cosmopolitan, but I didn't, I didn't look at the pictures. I just, it was in my story and then went to the next person. Like I didn't sit there and dissect her pictures and what she wore. So, uh, no, but if she's a, uh, a model for Cosmopolitan, that's, that's a big deal. That's pretty cool. Good for her. The Bachelorette winning best reality TV show on MTV and the choice of Tasha to accept the award. I didn't watch the MTV award show because I didn't think anyone over the age of 16 watched that thing. I haven't watched that since I was probably in my late teens, early 20s. But I know that they won for best reality TV show. 
I mean, great. You want a popcorn thing? <laughs> like, uh, okay. Um, the choice of Tasha to accept the award. I mean, look, she finished out the season as the bachelorette. She had more episodes than Claire, but it, it is interesting. Like not that, not that Tasha shouldn't have been accepting the award, but I mean, there was zero mention of Claire and Dale as far as I know. Like they were part of that season too. They got engaged too. It's almost like they just, I don't think the show wants to acknowledge Claire and Dale are a couple because they get no screen time of anything really, you know, but you know, look, Tasha is in that business. She's wants to be a host and, um, I had no problem with her being there and accepting the award. Um, I, I, in fact, I think based on Instagram stories, I think Claire and Dale were not even in California at the time, so they couldn't be a part of it. But I mean, look, anybody that sees and reads stories on all this, like when you talk about the bachelorette that aired last October to December, I mean, let's be honest, it, Nothing is talked about when it comes to Claire and Dale. It's all about Tasha and Zach, who ended the season as an engaged couple. Um, but it's just it, it's just something to kind of scratch your head at. Like, why why don't they ever acknowledge the fact that, oh, yeah, Claire and Dale are a successful couple from our show. Is it because they broke up and got back together? You know, or seemingly? I mean, I, I don't know. whole thing's kind of weird, but it's whatever. Uh, let's get to our next, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Losing my voice. Let's get to our next audio question. Hey, Steve. My name is Alyssa. I was wondering if you listened to J.J. Reddick's podcast, The Old Man and the Three. I am a big fan, and I know you are a sports fan, too, so I was wondering if you've checked that out. You know what? I haven't. I've heard clips here and there of things that get played during other radio shows that I listen to. But I know I haven't listened to J.J.'s podcast, and it sucks because he's now a Dallas Maverick, and I'm a Dallas Maverick season ticket holder. Props to them for going up 2-0 on the Clippers, winning both games on the road. I have not listened to one from beginning to end. And I'm, I'm kind of bummed that I'm glad that the Mavericks were able to pick him up. I thought that was a good pickup, but I'm bummed the fact that he's out for the whole playoffs. No matter how long the Mavericks last, he's he's done because his Achilles apparently just not has, has not healed. Or his heel, is it? It's his either... His Achilles or his heel or something, but he's definitely out for the playoffs, and that sucks because he's always been um, – obviously, he's a good player, and he can definitely give them the shooting that they need. But, uh, yeah, sucks that he's uh, it sucks that he's out. Let's get to another reader email. Hey, Steve, I've been wondering, do you think the Bachelor ABC is intentionally trying to make Katie look bad? Do you think they will paint her in a bad light on her season? I feel like her promo was under budget. Her guys are not that interesting so far, and her outfits have been blah. Curious if we think it's because they are saving the budget for Michelle or what's going on. I haven't heard anything to suggest that. And in terms of you know saying the guys are blah, again, we hear this every season when the cast is released. Oh, these pictures are terrible. Oh, the guys aren't good looking. Oh, my God. But then the show starts, and that's all the people can talk about. So I don't put much talk into that part, but – in terms of promos and the way they're dressing her, I mean, as a guy, I don't really spend much time looking at that and caring too much about the stylings of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. It's just not. I know that other people do. Trust me. I'm I'm very well aware that, that that's a big thing among women is to to talk about what they make the leads wear. I get it. It's just not for me. I don't I don't care, you know, unless they're <laughs> dressing her in, you know, something that's 30 years old um, and, and baggy jeans. And I, I I mean, if you're asking about the very first promo with that one dress that looked like it was from the 80s. Yeah, that one was different looking, considering what we've seen in the past from what they put Tasha in and what they put Claire in and what they put Hannah Brown in. I thought Case, uh, uh, Katie's first dress and that first promo was kind of head-scratching. But nothing other than, I mean, I, I spend maybe five seconds having an opinion on something like that. It's just, overall, it's not that big of a deal to me. Next reader email question. 
Steve, after everything you've reported on Ari over the years, has your opinion of Ari changed since he married Lauren? Uh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, let's, I mean, let's not forget like the stuff that I reported on Ari, just because he married Lauren and is having, has had one child and have twins on the way. doesn't mean doesn't change what I reported on him. Like not being true. That stuff was true at the time. It was also years ago and he's definitely changed and he needed to change to be a married man because he wasn't living the life of wasn't really showing the characteristics of somebody that really wanted to settle down. Um, but he has, he has a daughter and he's got twins on the way. So good for him. I'm glad he's changed, but let's not mix up the two. All right, let's get to our fourth audio question. Hi, Steve. I've been a fan of yours for many years, reading the column and, uh, listening to the podcast. And I have a question for you about the issues you've been dealing with for the last month or so. Do you think anybody behind the show has been encouraging past contestants to kind of pile on and come out with stories as revenge for your spoiling? And then the second thing is, have you found that people in your business life or personal life have been distancing themselves from you or attempting to sort of cancel you in that sense? And if so, are you just going to give it time or are you trying to do something about it? Thanks. Really good question. Both of them. And I'll address them. First thing you asked. Do I think anyone behind the show has been encouraging past contestants to pile on as a revenge for the spoilers? You know me. I like to speak about things that are factual. And when there is speculation, I specifically point out this is speculation. So I will say this right now. This is purely speculation on my part. I do not know that they have done this for sure. However, there have been contestants in Bachelor Nation who I have spoken with about what's happened over the last month. And they have expressed to me the specific wording of, I wouldn't be surprised if production told people to say things on podcasts. So again, that's their opinion. It's I have not been told, oh yeah, no, this producer told so-and-so to go on a podcast and talk about you. I have not heard that, no. But is it far-fetched to think that producers may have egged some contestants on and people to talk about this and to, to pile on me on podcasts? It's not far-fetched to think that at all, no. But do I know what happened for sure? No, I don't. The second part, have people in a business world or personal life been distancing themselves from me or attempting to cancel me in that sense? You know what, honestly? My short answer to that would be no. The longer answer would be I've kind of distanced myself from people. I've kind of been quite hermity to say the least the last month just not talking to people not talking to people and and one thing i want to make clear here and maybe this is part because of the way the question was asked or whatever i want to make it clear that it's not like before all this stuff happened in the last month it's not like every single day i had back to back and forth conversations with all these people in bachelor nation like it's not it's not like that it's not like that's all we talk about is The Bachelor. And I'm friends with so many people in The Bachelor Nation, and then this stuff came down and nobody talks to me anymore. Like, that's not it at all. Like, a lot of them are just people I feel like at any point I can text something, ask a question, they can text me, but it's not like these are my best friends in the whole world. There's nobody from my this franchise that I would consider my best friend in the whole world. Not even close. My best buddies are all guys that live in Southern California that I grew up with. My best friend is someone I went to kindergarten with. Like, those are the people that know me. There are people in Bachelor Nation that I have um, spoken to on numerous occasions, whether it's FaceTime or text or phone calls, that, um, that I'm cool with. But it's not like we're BFFs and we tell each other everything. 
you know? Um, so in that aspect, in the last month, I've just kind of distanced myself from a lot of things Bachelor. So if anything, I was the one pushing away and distancing myself for, I don't know. And honestly, I don't really know. Maybe out of, I, it's part of me that's just embarrassed about the whole thing. Like it is kind of embarrassing. The phone sex story with Demi, it's embarrassing. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. Like, do I wish that story didn't get out? Of course. I, don't, I mean, but there's nothing I can do. I'm not going to. It happened. It shouldn't have happened. It did. And um, it's, yeah, it's certainly embarrassing. And so I've just kind of been like, you know, I'm just just not talking about it. I'm trying not to talk about it, um, you know, with everybody. Obviously, I've I've brought it up to a few people and I've had discussions about things and things behind the scenes that, you know, people don't know about. And um, I'm just trying to just trying to and, and take everything in that that has been said about me in the last month and just and really dissect it, you know, and really dissect what people are saying and what people have said about me. And that and that's been my thing that I've I've said a couple times what I want to uh, that I do really want to point out is that I listened to the people who had podcasts about me one for legal reasons just want to make sure you're not defaming me and saying things that you know aren't true and two I wanted to I, I wanted to hear what they were saying just so I had an idea of kind of what to expect moving forward and yeah, I'm disappointed in a lot of it. And, uh, you know, when I say disappointed, I mean, I'm talking about specifically disappointed in things that are very, is being like, I, I've kind of alluded to it, but a lot of exaggeration out there and a lot of hypocrisy going on with what was being said about me. And I could sit here and honestly, I could sit here and go into detail and give you specific examples from each podcast because I took notes, <laughs> but I just, I, do, I don't want to do that. I don't know if I'm going to at some point, maybe I will and share it, but let's just say that the people who spent three hours on their podcast talking about me, the people that have never spoken to me in their life and had these opinions on me, I want you to think about what they're saying about me and their biggest issue that a lot of that a lot of contestants on this franchise have with me, which I know they do, and they have every right to. But they have a certain opinion about me, right? You don't vet enough. You say things that ruin people's lives. You say things that aren't correct, that you don't do your research on. Fine. Perfectly fine of you to say that. But then you go on your podcast and you did the exact same thing. Think about that. You're literally accusing me of something you're doing yourself right now or when you were covering this story. So just, just know that while I'm sure they wanted the content, the content that they were producing was not well vetted not well-researched at all, and very, very exaggerated. Which is exactly what they get mad at me for. Next reader email question. This is kind of along the lines of the audio question we just got, but someone asked, my question to you is, how are you really doing? The events of the last month have been devastating to you. I'm a longtime fan and listener, and I feel for you. I listen to podcasts where they are trying to cancel you, and I hope it's not successful. You always sound to me like you're sincere and your heart is in the right place. You own your mistakes and apologize for them. You're always willing to learn. You seem like a nice guy who made some mistakes and some lapses in judgment, but nothing awful or that you didn't own and apologize <coughs> own and apologize for. And I hope you're doing okay and that your career is not negatively impacted. You don't deserve that. Well, thank you for writing that. I appreciate it. And, you know, this whole thing about the cancel culture, and I made a comment on a live about, like, and I, which 
clearly was taken by a certain podcast and run with as this major thing that I said, when in reality, all I was saying was like, look, I'm my own boss. The service that I provide to you guys, which is a website and a podcast, is free. No one is asking you to read it or listen to it. No one is forcing you to read it or listen to it. It's free. So no matter what happened, when I said, like, look, it's not going to be, this is different than Chris Harrison. Chris Harrison works for a company who specifically told him, essentially, now Chris says in his statement that he's going to step away. It was obviously brought up from the higher powers that you need to step aside for at least a little bit. If I worked for another company and my website was run by somebody else and I was a writer, well, first off, I think those the old writings that I had, they would have known about. I would have told them before they hired me. But if let's just say I didn't and those got out, I probably would. I, I would have been fired just for the way things are going. Yeah, I would have been fired. I'm sure. But what I'm saying is I'm not going to be like technically fired or canceled because I'm going to continue to do realitysteve.com. I guess that's the way I looked at it when people said, oh, you're going to be canceled. I'm just like, well, I'm going to still do realitysteve.com. It still just determines of are people going to come read it and are people going to come listen to my podcasts? And I've seen, you know, the website, like I said, gets very little traffic in the off season. So we'll see come June 7th how the website changes, but people are still listening to the podcast. Nothing's really changed business-wise. So, you know, for a couple weeks there, it was really hairy, and I was, it just sucked. The whole thing just sucked. You know? Who wants that about out there, you know? So, no, I wasn't, I wasn't in a great place for a couple weeks there. But you talk to people, you let things play out, you make some changes in your life, and you really think about what you did and you try and do better. And I think that's helped me. And like I said, my coverage of the show is probably going to change a bit in how I present, you know, spoilers are spoilers. That's stuff you're going to see happen on TV. The other stuff about contestants and inside sort and inside the behind the scenes stuff. Again, it's all going to be a case by case basis. I don't know enough about Caitlin. Uh, Caitlin, I'm looking at her name on a screen. That's why I said it, but I don't know enough about Katie's season yet to know exactly where I'm running with certain storylines or whatever. I'll have to see. We're not there yet. But, you know, I, I look, there are people in Bachelor Nation, I know, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. And there are people in Bachelor Nation that just don't like me and never will. And those people, for the first time, finally had their smoking gun to jump in and just go to town on me. And they loved it. You could hear all you had to do was listen to their voices in the podcasts that they did. They absolutely loved that this happened to me. And it's like, okay, that's that's cool. You know, it's whatever. You know, just store it in the back of my mind. Not forget it. But I um you know, things are better now. You know, we're going to get to the season. It's going to start in a couple weeks. We're back to recaps on Tuesday, reader emails on Wednesdays, and your podcasts are going to be on Thursdays. Um, but, you know, I, 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 I don't know if my career is negatively impacted. It's, it, we're, till, we're still too soon from everything that happened. Um, I guess we'll find out. If I'm still doing this, as long, like my goal, I've always said, is like as long as this show is on the air, and they film in and they tape their show in advance, I'm going to spoil the show or give you as many spoilers as I can and things that I find out about what you're going to see happen on the show. So I'm going to continue to do that. I don't know what this cancel culture world thinks about reality, Steve, but I mean, I'm still going to continue doing what I do. I guess the cancel part of it or the, is going to be determined by are people still going to read and or listen so far the listening hasn't changed. You guys are still listening to the podcast and that's great. I'm trying to pro- provide podcasts for you that I think are interesting. Now I, I can't say this about the podcasts. I do think bachelor nation people are going to be very, are, are going to be a little bit more um, hesitant to come on. Not that I got anybody recent anyway, because all the recent people are, 
you know, under contract and they're not going to come on my show anyway. And, but you know, people from past seasons, it's, it's possible. We're still going to have them on, but I'm, you know, just like Manon last week. I thought that was a great story. I hope you really all listen to the Manon Matthews podcast. I know maybe you don't even heard of her before last week, but I'm trying to, I'm going to try and do more human interest stories and people who've got a good story. That's what I want to do. And if, and I've always done that with bachelor people. I've always said, everyone's got a story. I just, I'm, I've done a lot of bachelor interviews. There are people from this franchise that are just never going to come on my podcast. They're going to do their buddies podcast and not want to piss the franchise off and go on the certain podcast that, you know, you know, we'll, we'll suck up to them and not ask them anything, you know, remotely interesting, but that's fine. I've, I've accepted that. I've told you that for years now, since the, since the bachelor has come out with their own official podcast, like I get it. I, they're not coming on mine. It's just not happening. And honestly, I think the reason that they started their own official podcast of the show is because they didn't want their po- people coming on my show because for the longest time, I was the only person in Bachelor in Bachelor World that was interviewing contestants on a weekly basis from their show. So this is their way to control it of like, look, we don't want you going on his. You go on ours. So, um, so yeah, the podcast is, is listening. I think that I'm pretty sure the traffic is going to be there come June 7th. Um, you know, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's people that, you know, don't want to maybe don't want to tune in anymore or don't want to listen to what I have to say. And that's fine. But I I, I think the ones that have actually read me over the last three or four years and not the people that heard for the first time that that's what I wrote five, six, seven years ago. Um. The people that have been around for a while, I don't think are going anywhere just because they know me. And that's where the disconnect was on what these podcasts were saying, because these podcasts that were covering the reality Steve coverage over the last month, none of them have ever spoken to me in their life. None of them have ever listened to my podcast. I guarantee they just get reported to them things that were said. None of them have obviously ever read anything that I've ever written because it was clear in the things that they were saying on their podcast, they'd never read anything about my site. They get sent stuff and they comment on the stuff that they were sent. If they'd read anything in the last three or four years, they'd realize, I mean, you all heard it. If you followed me for the last three or four years, you know, things have changed on this site and they're continuing to change. So, so yeah, uh, one final question, and it's an audio question. So let's uh, end the podcast with this audio question. Hey, Reality Steve. My name is Christina, and I've been reading your stuff and listening uh, for over 10 years. Periscope, the blogs, all the good stuff. Uh, and I thought I'd pop in and ask a couple questions. One is, when you get spoilers, do people ask you to keep silent about who they are? Or have they ever said, hey, share that I'm the one giving the spoiler, but you choose to keep it uh, to yourself anyways. And then the other question is, now that you're not doing the Instagram Lives, will you be doing anything else in that uh, type of way as far as live interaction with all of us? All right, thank you. Have a good one. It's a good question. Most people, I mean, they don't even... Uh, I guess, yeah, most people do say, please keep this anonymous. And I'm like, you know, I've been spoiling for since 2009. I've been spoiling for 12 years now. At any point when I've given you a spoiler, have I ever said this spoiler provided to you by so-and-so and and I've given their name? No, because you wouldn't even know. (laughs) You'd be like, well, who's that? Who cares? Like, I don't think people care where it comes from. They just want the spoilers. And if I were to give out the names of the people who gave me information, I wouldn't be have been doing this for 12 years. I'd be out of a job if I couldn't keep my sources' names private. So most people, even though that's the case, and, I don't, and I've never shared people's names who've given me information, it is kind of funny. But yeah, people every time when they send me stuff say, please keep this anonymous. I'm like, yeah, I know. This is my job. I would never do that because then you would never trust me with this. So, 
Um, as for the Instagram lives, will I be doing anything else in, in that sort of way or live interaction with people? <sighs> I, I, the only way I would do Instagram lives again is if one, Ashley did it with me, or two, I found another co-host. Because just going on Instagram live and talking with how fast the comments come in and it's very hard to do a Q&A on Instagram live unless there's something like on the show related stuff where I'm like, oh, hey, hey, we're going to talk about this live and I have, you know, breaking news or something like that. That'd be the only way I'd probably do another Instagram live unless I found uh, a, a, someone to do it with or a new co-host to do it with. But I, I don't know. Um, I don't know how I'm going to do to go that route if I'm going that route at all. I just I don't know at this point. But when the show starts in two weeks, we are back on a regular schedule of Recaps Tuesday and your reader emails on Wednesday and your podcasts on Thursdays. So um, thank you all for tuning in. Some good questions there uh, that um, I know that you probably were curious about since the last month has been pretty quiet. Um, But yeah, as I get more information on Katie's season and spoilers, I will give those to you. And I really appreciate everyone who went on Yappa and was able to record an audio question. We'll do probably another one during the season um, when the traffic is higher and it's easier to get you guys to ask those questions on audio and uh, usually do that once during a season. And uh, next week we're back uh, with another interview. I think I know who it's going to be with. It's not someone in Bachelor Nation, but another one that um, has a really, really good story and it's interesting very interesting to me, and it's someone that um, that I know and I've become friends with in the last year or so that uh, I want to uh, have on because I think they've got a great story. So hopefully that happens next week. But until then, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for sending in your emails and sending in your audio questions. We will talk to you next week. See you.